Hey Geeks, Josh here with an offer too good to pass up. This week's show marks the return of one special guest from the band Holy Whitehounds, Ambrose. Not only did he geek out with us, he also offered up two free tickets to the Holy Whitehounds performance coming up on April 20th at Woolies, downtown Des Moines, Iowa. Here's what we need from you. Upon this episode's post, we need all who are interested to share and tag a friend. If you can do this, we'll enter your name into a raffle. You'll have a seven-day window before we announce the winner at the beginning of episode 125. Field of Geeks can be found on all social media and most streaming platforms. Best of luck, geeks. Now let's get into it. Is this heaven? No, it's a podcast. Welcome to the Field of Geeks podcast. Welcome to Field of Geeks, episode 124. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. I'm Megan. I'm Ambrose. Welcome back. Special guest, Ambrose. Thank you. It's good to be back. And Holy White Hounds. Mm -hmm. This is great. It's great to have you back. And Steve's back. Steve's back from vacation. Just back. Just back. Just landed. Just landed yesterday. Parachuted into my yard. Parachuted into Josh's (laughs) yard. Um, Got stuck in the tree. Got stuck in the tree. I did get out of the tree before the... uh, that's good. Response unit arrived. That's good. That was that was helpful. <laughs> yeah, it is helpful. Yeah, I unlocked the gate so they wouldn't break so it. So I've still not been Christ. found by the feds. Right. So it's good. Or your good wife. Or, well, all right. <laughs> she, she was glad that I was gone. <laughs> she pushed you out. She's the one that pushed me out of the plane. <laughs> Go record. Right. <laughs> well, she timed it just right. Timed it just so. right. Great. Well, yeah, we got a lot of stuff to cover today. A lot of cool news. Some trailers we're going to be talking about. And then Ambrose, of course, uh, you guys have a, a gig coming up, correct? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna be playing at a uh, uh, Woolies on a uh, four twenty, four twenty, four twenty, and uh, we're uh, supporting some friends of ours, huh. Druids. They're uh, dropping their album, so um, yeah, it's gonna be a good show. That's a good place. I've yeah. I went there once, and I really enjoyed it. It was when Kevin Smith was here last year. With oh, Ralph Garman. They did a Hollywood Babylon. It was my nice. first time going to Woolies. I really enjoyed it. I liked the the decor and everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's right next to Up Down, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. I'd never been to. That's a good place. But I need to go check that out. Yeah, uh, they just oh, so you're going. Josh is going. Okay. Yeah. Oh, to the yeah. Okay, sure. We should do. I'll a stick whole out. It'd be so bad. There. I'll there be like, go. hi guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just a rock show. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. It's true. Um, yeah. just you know, rock and roll, good time. Yeah, I will. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it'll be a good time. Sorry, sorry, it was you and who? Uh, it's us, Druids, Green Death, and mm. there's a really heavy band from KC. It's definitely like, you know, leaning more towards the heavy side of what we do. Sure, but but right Druids, you guys know Mastodon? I've heard yes. of it. Yeah, like I would say like Druids is like, you, if I was good, you know, to tell someone on the street, would be like, yeah, they're kind of like Mastodon. And then us, Green Death is really rad too. They're another local band. And then I, I can't remember the fourth band right now. I should have. Wrote that down. Um, Banner ass. Prophets of Doom, I think. <laughs> baby legs. <laughs> Speaking of baby legs. Oh, God. No, no, no. Here's no. a modest proposal. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, so in my mind, I must have thought that I saw Deadpool 2. Uh-huh. And I actually did not because I, I. Really? Yeah, I watched it. It was really funny. I had not yeah. seen it yet. Yeah. How'd you not see it? 
I thought I did. I guess I just didn't. Which one did you see? Because they've released two versions. One's Once Upon a Time. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, Deadpool 2. Is that? I think uh, that's the PG-13 version. Yeah. How different are they? Savage. Yeah. Fred Savage is in the... It's like uh, Princess Bride. Yep. Yep. Deadpool's reading him a story. Deadpool uh, kidnapped no, Fred Savage. Seen that then? That must have I haven't been seen the that one. I haven't either. They released it separately, uh, and it was good for, for a good cause. I think it was for um, um, cancer charity, mm-hmm. and then they released it on Blu-ray separately. I haven't watched it yet, but no, it was the original okay. theatrical yep. version. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty good. Did you enjoy? it? I Deadpool loved too? it, man. Yeah, Domino was awesome. Mm-hmm. She, she gave her was. own movie. That she was. And it's one of my favorite comics right there. now too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did She's that character great. really good. I thought Cable was pretty good. Cable uh, was good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Would you, if you really loved the Cable character, would you? You think you would have been disappointed? Like, could have been a little bit more. No, I, I think just right. I think it was. I think it was good. Yeah, especially yeah. pairing him up with Deadpool. I mean, they have a huge history in the comics together. So I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it was just it was a great pairing, and Brolin killed it. Yeah, I love the Celine Dion song. I, I wish I would have got nominated for an Oscar. I actually thought it was a good song. The beginning song. It's kind of like a Bond intro. Yeah. I I made a joke about that. I was like, God, this sounds like Celine Dion. I did not actually know that that was her. There's a music video. (laughs) I did not know that. Yep. And Deadpool's dancing in it while she's singing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good song. I honestly thought it could have been Oscar material. And what? There's like the Brad Pitt cameo for all of like one second? Yes. He's the uh, invisible dude, right? Yeah. 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 Which like, are him and Reynolds like buddies or something? Or funny you mention that. I think Reynolds actually just went up to his house and asked him if he could be in the movie. I think that's how it really? was. Yeah. That's funny. And, you know, because Pitt's done that before with like yeah. George Clooney. Like uh, George Clooney did uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind, mm-hmm. like 2000 maybe. And they recreate the dating game show, I, I believe. Matt Damon and Brad Pitt are one of the uh, suitors. Hmm. Yeah, little little cameos there. It's funny. Well, it's like, um, what did, uh, I just saw um, Alita Battle Angel. And like all of a sudden at the end of it, it's like, that's Edward Norton. Should I get out of the way so that you Edward can play even further? Edward Norton's in that? <laughs> yeah, uh, he's like set up as the big bad at the end. And really? like it's just for all of a second, like she's like, pointing her sword at the you know bad people and it's like right is that Edward Norton? that's Edward Norton I mean I, I guess I should be honest like I didn't figure out in theaters like my girlfriend was like I think that's Edward Norton I'm like oh. I heard there's a lot yeah. of that like Jai Courtney was in it like yeah. a lot of people like they well, didn't do too much with but they mm-hmm. were going to be yeah. bigger well Jackie Earl Haley was the, is the main antagonist yeah. and okay I'm, and that's good casting oh yeah i, I love that him. guy yeah i like to see him more you would know? you like the show you like alita i thought it was good um it was about what i thought it was going to be you know just like really pretty I, I think if i would say the only part where it kind of struggled is that i think i don't know the word for it i think anime is definitely like catered to a more specific audience yeah, yeah and it just like cultural values sometimes have a hard time translating because right. like some of the it's like oh they're in love now that was all of 30 seconds right yeah. you know but, but no it was like the action was amazing um and isn't it was super all, pretty isn't that all it takes 30 seconds <laughs> depends on the kind of love you're looking for megan <laughs> <Damn> it. <laughs> it's movie love yeah but no no i, I definitely recommend it yeah. You, was it off-putting with the eyes, or do you think? Because I think that's why they kept the eyes. I didn't big, think it was, like in the, my opinion, just right. because you knew the character was a robot. Right. Everyone knew that, you know. Right. So I mean, so she's different. Yeah, how she looked didn't bother me at all. In fact, I thought, I mean, visually, that movie was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It was excellent. I do want to see it. Uh, I think it's made a lot over the sea overseas, but I, I'm not sure if it'll be enough for sequels. That I hope it is, honestly, because yeah. I did like it enough. Did I'd want to see more? That was right. James Cameron, right? He yeah, produced, it, produced it. it. Yeah, Robert Rodriguez directed it. Which oh yeah, is huge for him. Yeah, he, that's know, a... he isn't really. I can't remember the last thing he did. Oh, Sin City. 
the second one. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that one. Yeah. That was really well. The first one was good. such lightning in a bottle for like That's kind true. of an indie comic. And... You're gonna do a follow up. It probably would have been that time to do it, right? Well, I, re- I remember. God, this was when Wizard was still a thing. But I was in like Mayhem, like right, like maybe a year after Sin City came out. I was in like in high school or something. And I remember on the front cover of Wizard, it was Angelina Jolie and all this like bondage gear, like getting ready for Sin City too. And God, that's like you know, fifteen years ago. That's you know, crazy. and it's just like they made the sequel. How many years later? Yeah, too many years. It's it's like uh, I just watched uh, or we just watched uh, Super Troopers too, which yes. is really fun. <laughs> but it's just like, man, you guys kind of waited a long time to get back to this. Yeah. My friend um, Jesse Hughes did the score for Super Troopers too, really? and um, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really good. Like awesome. I think that was really like uh, he's the guy from Eels of Death Metal. Okay, um, but yeah, that was really cool. Really it was all good crowdfunded out. too, I think. Yeah, like there was a demand for it, and through that, then I remember seeing some sort of article. I think it was through like two of the actors where they were looking for funding to like do it, and then mm-hmm. they got the funding and. Then it took them forever to like actually like make it. I don't know if it was a situation where they were trying to get made know, a lot of money to... in comparison to its budget. It made enough that they're doing a three. Really oh, fantastic! Good for them. That's great. That's yeah. awesome. Will Sasso was awesome in that. Yeah, and you know those guys. I love Club Dread. I, anything they do, I like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Except Hazard, or were you a fan? You of know, that? I didn't see that. Wasn't I? Didn't consider that a Broken Lizard movie. Yeah, they is were it involved. Or no. I, I think I it actually direct- is a Broken Lizard movie. Is it? But like, I get what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I can forgive <clears throat> it. And uh, one of the most underrated, I think, is, um, gosh, it's the restaurant, Slammin' Salmon. Oh, yeah. That one's good. <laughs> I have seen it. One of the best lines in movie history is in that movie, in my opinion. The guy's name is, the guy who played Rabbit in Super Troopers, mm-hmm. well, his name there in, in Slammin' Salmon is Madropides. He's Greek. Yeah. And uh, Michael Clark Duncan's character always calls him Meat Drapes. <laughs> and he corrects him and he's showing it to him on like on a receipt or something and he's like how come it doesn't sound like that when i say it and that's just you know that's the stupidest line in the world but i mean the fact that someone's gonna ask that question that's funny i just found it amusing beer fest. they did beer fest, beer fest mm-hmm. yeah that was a good one is the guy who's rabbit was that guy in scream i don't know if he was or not or does he just look very similar wait is it the same guy who plays Shaggy in the live action? Nope. No, no. Just no. similar looking guy. Similar looking guy, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah, that's what's his face. I don't remember his name. But I don't talk about No, him. but they're both kind of that tall, thin. Yeah. yeah, they're getting a little bit bigger eyes. and Yeah. What's, you know, that's kind of a good question. Like, is there anything out there you like that's probably considered more of a cult following that you'd like to see a sequel to? Most broken lizard films, I yeah, think, yeah, like, considered. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, Club Dread was brilliant in itself. I mean, just the opening scene, the girl running or whatever. And I've never in my life seen a severed head cam. (laughs) You know, she gets her head chopped off and the camera falls like it's it's her head. It was like her POV. Yeah, it was was great. (laughs) What's that actor's name who's like his bot, who's Bill Paxton's bodyguard? And he's like, I brought my womping stick. It's just like the stick covered in duct tape, like a foot long. Oh, I gotta see that again. It's yeah. been so long. <laughs> Those guys are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nuanced uh, humor. Mm-hmm. I don't know their names, but the the big guy, Farva, or yeah, I don't know that Kevin Heffernan and uh, one of the other okay. group members. They have a podcast. Yeah, oh yeah, they went on the road for a bit uh, doing uh, stand up. It didn't, in my opinion, didn't translate as well. They're definitely, I think, better writers than they are 
stand-up comedians. I think podcasting was good. I thought their podcast was yeah, good. Yeah, like, Bill Paxton on one time was great interview. Yeah. Bill Paxton was like belching through it. <laughs> nice. Just, wasn't serious or anything. The late great. Miss him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a bummer. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I got to see Super Troopers too. That's... Um, I'm behind on all that, but is it on Amazon Prime by any chance, Steve? <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to look. It's, it's probably not. It's on HBO. That's where I watched oh, it. Oh, is it? Yeah, the HBO, whatever, go. <laughs> I bought it, so I don't. I'm going to backpedal a little bit just so that we can give some substance to what we were talking about, but sure. it was crowdfunded. What? This is important. Our viewers need to know this too, Steve. Shut your mouth. Jeepers. <laughs> um, How's that for profanity? Yeah, is Jeepers, Jeepers better? Jeepers creepers. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they asked for $2 million. Through crowdfunding, as you initially had said. Right. Um, and they did give an incentive for that. So Right, you get merch, whatever. Um, like, they, I think how they usually do it, crowdfunding is like no, three No, they were going to offer of movie like tickets. tickets. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends here, on how you do it. Contribute $2 million and we'll give you free movie tickets. <laughs> hmm. Done. Funny. Well, I want to remind everyone out there, uh, oh, wow. Batman's 80th birthday is coming up. I remember watching, I'm totally out of my depth here, but I remember watching something about Batman Begins, the Christian Bale one, and how, I know you just said it's his 80th birthday, and how um, Batman was kind of envisioned as, I forget the other half of it, but part of it was like Teddy Roosevelt, because Teddy Roosevelt kind of started just like coming back and cracking heads and cleaning up the city and stuff like that. He had a gun in the beginning, I remember that. Sick. Yeah. Yeah, they, they really changed him up a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he had pink gloves for some reason. Huh. Do you remember that, Steve, about huh? Batman? When he it premiered? was purple. Purple. Uh, there was, he was Why not was... wearing pink. Oh, not pink. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Purple's better. <laughs> um, yeah, the original Batman was uh, more kill his mm-hmm. foes. Right. And it was a lot darker than... Why, why the glove color, though? Was that because of a coloring issue or something? I don't think so. No, okay. I think it's just kind of what they went with at the time. I mean, right. it was 1939. I mean, I have a hard time right. understanding the aesthetic choices. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. you know, that's, again, it's it's like people who, today who get offended by something in 1955. You know, <laughs> or 90s. <laughs> right. You know. How dare you? That's a different time. <clears throat> so... Um, <laughs> Super Troopers had a nine million dollar budget. Super Troopers two, I should say, and it uh, domestic made over thirty million. Wow! So really good yeah. for them. Wow, that's great. So that's pretty uh, pretty cool. Thirteen so and a half million was the budget. Sean William Scott at the beginning, right? I think so. Yeah. Does yeah. he have hand tattoos now? Because no. like I saw, do you guys see Goon? Uh-huh. No, I haven't seen those films. Re- really fun, but he's got like hand tattoos in them. But I was like, is that just like henna for the character? But then like they don't really show his hands in the opening scene of Super Troopers 2, except for this one scene that kind of flashes up and it looks like he's inked. And I'm yeah. like, that's a... I, I, I just didn't... He's on Lethal Weapon. I haven't seen... Or maybe it's for the it, movie they had it, it done. It could be, yeah. Who knows. Mm. The tattoos they put on him, I think, last a while. Yeah. So they can they don't have to do it every day. Right. They can just touch up. Yeah. Huh. That's cool, man. Sorry to... No. I was just—I just got to thinking about the money piece of it. Yeah. And... Uh, are you done? Talking? <laughs> I want to remind everyone since it's Batman's 80th birthday coming up, DC Universe the app—they're yeah. offering a free 24-hour service, hmm. so you can just go on there, check out Titans, Doom Patrol, Young Justice, and there's comics, hmm. there's movies, television yeah, shows. Yeah, they have uh, almost all the DC movie properties on there, um, animated movies as well, a ton of them. Mm. Which is awesome they because do, yeah. they do those very well. Oh yeah. Um, comics is still a little on the weak side, but they have a lot. 
um, it's more, they're more towards what they're focusing on. So there's like a crap ton of doom patrol, old comics, right? You know, they got that show out now. Um, or if they're like pushing something in the regular comic universe, they'll kind of focus on that. Mm. Whereas Marvel's unlimited kind of has everything Mm. over 25,000. Just right. They're just dumping it all. They just have comics. All right. That's it. Yeah. They just have comics. Whereas DC's got the extra stuff. Mm. So yeah, if you, if you, you know, don't want to pay for it, get that 24 hours free. And, uh, Take the day off of work and uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, binge Titans or something because it's a good show. What's the cost after? I don't know. All I know is that I got some intro rate thing uh, for signing up early. Mm-hmm. It was like seventy five bucks a year. With this oh, okay. with this deal, you get the twenty four hours free, and then it's eighty cents for your first month, and then after that, seven ninety nine a month. I got mine as an annual thing, so mm-hmm. yeah, it's probably almost up, but. Right now, Doom Patrol's out there. Super good show. Titans really good. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Young Justice. I think season three of that dropped. Yeah, I've watched that. So it's good. like a streaming app? Yes. Oh, cool. Yep. It's like Netflix. It's like a mix. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. I heard like the comics thing. And people, there's, there's it's a, a mix lot. of uh, digital yeah. comics and uh, as as well as uh, the streaming. Huh. So cool. with it being Batman's birthday, oh, they'll, okay, have a, okay. they'll have a ton of Batman content mm-hmm. that day. Um, just like they did last year. Yeah. I just watched um, Gotham by Gaslight. That's one of the newer. You I seen like that? that. That's yes. how I saw it on the app. Yeah, I that didn't was have it before. I really enjoyed. It's a great it. comic too. Yeah. That was the first comic that launched the DC Elseworlds series way back in the day. Okay, oh. yeah, I really <clears throat> dug that. So this is uh, kind of what the what it looks like. Oh, nice. It's got um, section for if you want to watch their movies oh. and TV. Okay. If you want to read comics, they have. All sorts of choices that you can select. And then the viewer is very similar to like Comixology, where you can... Oh, that's cool. It just goes panel to panel. Yeah. So it's it's pretty neat. Yeah. You can cast it to your television or hmm. other devices, but it's pretty damn slick, I think. And $7.99 a month is... Yeah, it's not bad one. at all. That's probably why their comics are low. <laughs> Maybe yeah, they want to give right. you everything. Hmm. That's cool. <laughs> Does Marvel have something similar? Uh, only for the comics. They don't have a streaming yet. Disney Plus will. is probably going to be <laughs> right. there. That'll That's be their thing. Massive. Yes. And we'll we'll get into that because I might have to get that. Disney could probably charge $100 a month from all the catalogs. And I'd have. probably pay for it. <laughs> and we'll take Steve's access. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I just wanted to remind everybody out there, you know, the perfect time to uh, take advantage of this app and what it has on it. Just binge watch things if you're not satisfied. I mean, still, you could have it for a whole month for 80 cents. Yeah. It's not bad at all. No. Just cancel it. So, but yeah, again, $7.99 isn't terrible. Cartoons, there's all kinds of stuff on there. So, yeah, that's a that's a great gift for Batman's birthday. I'd yeah. Say. So, 80 years old. Yep. Doesn't look a day over 40. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's got all the comics, right? <laughs> yeah. Dark Knight Returns is probably the oldest he's been in the yeah. comics. Yeah. Got some trailers to talk about. Uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, a teaser trailer finally came out. I'm mm-hmm. so pumped for that. Quentin Tarantino's no idea. ninth film, I think. I'm not sure, but it's said to be his last film, if I understood correctly. Oh, I hope not. That's what he says. He, he says that all the time. Films. Like, this is my last one. He wants yeah. to do he, he wants to leave on top, basically, and then become like a. An author or something well he's got it isn't it still in like i'm sure it's in development hell or something like that but the star trek movie he wants to do oh, yes maybe, steve yeah. is thrilled by that no, no kidding he's not uh i bet he'll end up producing mm-hmm. it's just because it's like such an odd mix star trek tarantino what tarantino does yeah i don't to... quite I, I i mean i would go see it in a heartbeat i would too I, yeah but i i don't 
get it it seems very um against the grain of what roddenberry created yeah um, extremely those two would not get along probably so right. this isn't his last film i don't know i don't think I, it I, he's said that multiple times i'm gonna but, say no um the other one's like the research analyst over here. So I love Leonardo DiCaprio, obviously. So I was super excited to he's see him. He's a great that. actor. In the beginning, yeah. I hated him. And he's just grown to he be has really a great talent. He has really gone to be something terrific. Gangs of New York was like the first time he took that turn for me. You know, he wasn't this goody two-shoe. Yeah. Whatever, he's teen idol. Um, there's some movie. I was just reading about this the other day. And Leo, please don't hate me for this. But there's some movie that he was in right around the time of Titanic that he's buried. Like he's the done. Beach is one of them, right? No, nope. no. This is something that like you really have to look. It's not on his IMDb. And he came. He comes off as super predatory in it. And he's like that young, and they were trying to, the optics for him at the time, they were trying to do this like, you know, young heartthrob, like, you know, like really cute guy you can trust. But he comes off as like super rapey in the movie. And he's done like a lot to just make this movie go away. It's not Basketball Diaries, is it? I don't, that, I don't remember like what it's called. kind of called. a well-known film. I was, and then Mark Wahlberg were in that one. The, no, I don't so they must be bad ones this is like right around the time of titanic or maybe like just before okay. it, or right uh, what was the western he was a quick dead and the ugly what's that the western oh, he was yeah, in full yeah. eight. Oh wait no 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 I'm not sorry. that but the remember the sharon stone western mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah back in the day um, russell crowe's in that isn't he yes yeah he's not even well known yet right time. yeah um but Gene yeah Hackman. yeah this quick in the like, dead quick, quick in the dead, dead. quick in the dead yeah he was he was a kid in it yeah isn't it strange that we go back and we talk about these actors and we like we can legitimately say like oh yeah we were around for this person's start like we saw this person grow and they're older than we are essentially but we saw them right mm-hmm. come into Hollywood. I can say that for a thousand more actors than any of you can. <laughs> did you bring your cane today? I did not. Oh God! <laughs> I'm put that cane sound effect. Hitting, hitting yeah, <laughs> hitting meat. Yeah. <laughs> You have an old man voice modulator for me, so you can just use that Son over. Of a right? bitch. <laughs> um, I had heard that on the last, well, not the last one, but um, when Django came about, like people were really trying to get in, like they wanted to be in that movie. Um, yeah. And I think maybe it was Jamie Foxx. I had heard, like fired his um, um, agent. My yes, agent? because. The script wasn't like it was originally going to go to Will Smith, I think yeah. is what it was. And Jamie, oh. and then he found out. I don't know if Will Smith declined or whatever it was, but like that's probably Jamie. good because the Wild West, Wild Wild West thing probably would have loomed. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Movie, you know? good point. But Jamie really wanted to be, he really wanted to get in on this movie. Yeah. And so I had heard some story like he fired his agent and then somehow he yeah, ended up. Yeah, his agent's probably like, we won't take less than this yeah. amount of money, whatever. Yeah. And then that was the first time that I think Leo had been in one of his films as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he was great. So, he, yeah, was, he was phenomenal. He really cut himself. And so when scene. I saw yeah. this trailer, I mean, I wasn't disappointed. And it doesn't give you. It's a teaser. Yeah, it doesn't give you. Uh, excuse me, a teaser, not a trailer. I mean, it doesn't really give you anything, but it gives you a lot of hope for what you're. I hope it's good. It's, yeah. it's going to be very interesting because. And I think the Manson story is fascinating in itself. Did anyways, we see so. Manson in that trailer? There's this, I think there, we did. You know what yes, I'm talking about? There's yeah. a dude mm-hmm. sitting at the. Um, yeah. What do you call the hippie van? Yes. BW bus. Like Pretty waving. sure that's, yeah, yeah. that's him. Yeah. See that? Yeah, I'm excited good. for this. Huge. <clears throat> it looks it looks really really good. Like this. I've seen every Manson thing ever. Movies. Yeah. I've watched his interviews. I've documentaries. Didn't he write? I did a, I, song or back in know? school. I did a. I did like this huge essay report thing on the Manson thing. Really? Yeah. It's it very just, interesting. It just, it's just. It's very fascinating. <laughs> That's because well, 
he technically didn't kill anybody, correct? Right. No, he's just no. Like orchestrated. Mass he just kind of right. orchestrated it. Right. Is that right? That's like insane. mass manipulator? Yeah. Well, he's a cult of personality. Yeah. yeah. I actually oh. watched or listened to a breakdown on a certain podcast. I think it's called Colts. Uh-huh. And they talked, they broke down that whole night. And it's so fucking creepy. Yeah. It's just, oof. But yeah, that would be a huge turn in, or in that film, how he's a charmer. Right. It, the teaser makes it look like uh, it's just a fun film, you know, and mm-hmm. they're really um, embodying the, the time period, mm-hmm. the look of everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The Bruce Lee thing I was shocked by. Yeah. Those... That was really cool. Probably not real, but. Mm-hmm. I just watched uh, Birth of the Dragon. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is good. Yeah. Um, but you said uh, like consuming and doing all the re- reports and stuff like that, Steve. I did this uh, report when I was at my undergrad, um, you know, Kings of Leon. Yeah. Um, so, uh, do you ever read the essay by, um, Manson about the spiral staircase? I have not. It's basically like after he got arrested and he's talking about this club, um, out in California called the spiral staircase where all you like Joe Schmoes go and you do all this depraved stuff, man, I'm not the weirdo. You're, and it's just this rambling thing, but, um, which is the same kind of stuff he said ever since verbally. Right. Yeah. But Kings of Leon on their first album, Youth and Young Manhood, they do this song called spiral staircase and it's, about a club like that wow you know you can get his mu- music on spotify if you'd like to listen to charles <laughs> he has music mm-hmm. that's yeah. how he got into this whole really? didn't the beach boys piss him off or somebody i think he just worked with the beach i don't know if he lived he with i can't remember which wilson brian brian right? wilson mm. yeah. um and he kind of forced himself into that situation right music no it's like boy band material no, probably not <laughs> no, it's as crazy as he is, but I mean, it's there, you know. Right. I mean, it's out there. Brian it's be Wilson was the one who did a bunch of drugs and had like a bunch of issues, right? Is yes. that him? Const- yeah. Yes. Okay. Translation, everyone in that time period. Well, <laughs> no, I, just, I had, this was a long time ago, but I came across like a, I used to listen to NPR really frequently and um, they had a whole, just shut it. She's I got a good NPR She's voice. a big fan yeah, of you. NPR. <laughs> But, I am so um, You know what I'm talking about, right? What are we talking about? Where they? Because you listen to NPR sometimes. I listen too. to NPR every yes. day. Yes. Okay. So. Um, <laughs> All things considered, starring Ambrose. <laughs> Hi, I'm Clay uh, Mathis. <laughs> uh, anyways, with um, so Terry Gross, right? She does these um, news articles and she did one of them with on um the beach boy i make fun but i've got npr on my phone sorry no i just i guess i'm i'm trying to yeah please do that actually um i'm trying to like link the two because it, it, it makes sense that if like brian and, and charles cross paths that makes sense to me because mm-hmm. they they're equally like from okay. the uh, article that i mm-hmm. listened or the podcast that i listened to like he was really messed up right yeah was, so i get how those two could yeah well in in uh, charles manson kind of forced himself on brian wilson yeah. mm-hmm. um and kind of forced his way into living there and the whole thing it was very because he was so probably it's very it. bizarre that's like super fascinating <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna have to go look that Th- there's up. just so much about that whole thing that is fascinating because on the surface you have this little weird dude mm-hmm. yet he, he just had so much control and you know Right. Um, it just proves that charisma, regardless of how crazy, mm-hmm. can pull people in. Mm-hmm. You know, and, how, how uh, big was the cult he created? Uh, it, this wasn't a, a huge 50, right. 60 person but deal. But enough to overpower Looks however like, many people they murdered. But correct? they had, at one point in the 30s? 
I wanted to say like more like thirteen or fifteen. Was it? But I don't I know. Th- for I sure. thought there was there like was a lot of side people after. that yeah, were coming like, in and out of yeah. the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as far as a core group, yeah. yeah. I mean, it was like it was no more than fifteen. It's insane. What was the the show like? Maybe like four or five years ago, and it had um the dude from Game of Thrones in it, uh, who played Charlie Manson. He was one of the Baratheons. Uh, he was the gay Baratheon, and he played Charlie Manson. Do you this ring a bell? Yeah, uh, I know who you're talking about, but <clears throat> I can't. I cannot Renly, think Ren, about what you're talking Renly about. Renly yeah. Baratheon. I think maybe David Duchovny was the detective, and he was going after Charlie Manson. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that sounds familiar now. Was that like on a Hulu or? I think it was a Prime, maybe. Uh, yeah. It was... Yeah. But like, I, I remember like caught a few episodes. It was really good. It was him and uh, Duchovny and his partner, right? Yep. Yeah, that was. Oh, what was it called? I, yeah, it was NBC. I think it was actually oh, okay. on network television. Okay. I don't remember what it's called, but I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. I totally so, forgot about that show. If I may backpedal just a little bit, because we were talking about, you know, Aquarius. how big, uh, no, how big his, Thank I am you. an Aquarius. What? Good stop getting me out. I have ADD here. Wait, so you're the same sign as Charlie Manson. <laughs> I do? If you're an Aquarius. I can make a phone call. I'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes a decision made in an instant can drastically affect the lives of those around us. I'm William Shatner. Tonight, true stories of caring people who make a difference on Rescue 911. His following was close to 100 people, hmm. approximately 100 followers. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, he saw his followers <clears throat> today. I mean, but I mean, I think for people hanging around the ranch, it was like in and out of around 30 some people. Okay. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he still has his whole Atwa thing that people still, I mean, he's dead obviously now. Right. But Is he dead? Yes. Yeah. Did he finally he die? He died okay. a couple of years ago. Hmm. There's not going to be an RIP for that. <laughs> <laughs> You don't want to do a quick bio and uh, sad to see you go, Charlie. R.I.H. Did Tarantino, did Tarantino have a visible cameo in Inglorious? I know That's his hands question. are in it. That might have just been the extent of it. I know, obviously, in Django, he was he was one of the, he he was the dude that blew up. Yeah, I think, right. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think uh, Hateful Eight. He wasn't. I didn't see him in it. Hey, no, nice. no. Unless no, he's not the driver. He's not. Dangerous. Does he only do it for the ones he knows are going to be big? I don't know. That's I, stupid. I, I, I don't said know. that. I don't know why I said that. I really liked Hateful Eight, but I was kind of let down by it. I, I, I was too. I feel like in the previews, like I it got, was like no one knows anyone, and then you know, spoilers. Uh, like halfway through, it's like oh, actually five of them. And know the each ending, other. Yeah. the ending in that, just. I didn't mind the ending. I I liked I liked how I you really felt it. you really felt like you were there in mm-hmm. that environment and mm-hmm. I think that's what he's really good at mm-hmm. gets you, get you feeling like you you're with these people and like the, the he really captured the snowstorm yep you felt cold and then mm-hmm. they had the stew and you're like oh this is great mm-hmm. but yeah it was it was basically a, a stage type of play yeah and the full big length the way he wanted to do it had an intermission that's why all of a sudden he's recounting everything that's his voiceover that's what it is and that's jarring if it's together yes but that's that's bring you back into the movie basically okay and because most theaters didn't do that that's what you get i no, i liked it he knows he's a genius right like does he know that yeah yeah but you know he he doesn't uh i don't think he ever thinks think something's gonna be a hit maybe he does i don't know but so far he's um i just he's Damn good. He's financially viable. Yeah, there's yeah. no question. It's just gonna be interesting. This whole like Inglorious Bastards. They fictionalized. They killed Hitler. Right. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe they actually did. I don't know. 
But it's gonna be interesting with this setting. Like, how are you gonna tackle this with the Manson thing? Because it is really fucking dark. Yeah, I mean, and Sharon it's... Tate was pregnant. Right. I mean, how? And these characters, these might even be fictional characters that mm-hmm. you know, uh, especially the Bruce Lee scene. That's just. Yeah. I think it's just to emphasize the Hollywood life and. It is. Yeah. That piece of it. So it's it's probably like Inglorious. It's Charles Manson dabbled Has in Scientology. Gotten, like, in case anyone didn't know that. Oh didn't really? Know that. He got what? He dabbled in Scientology for a very brief time. Ugh, <laughs> why? Of course. Why not? Right. Exactly. Put that on the list. Um, does Jeez. anybody know? Have we heard anything about the script? Because I know he's like a wonderful script writer. So I just don't. Yes. Have, yeah, we know a little bits oh, and pieces I mean, about I, like, I, I what the story. About. Yeah. Oh, I'm assuming you could go to Charlie Manson's Wikipedia page and. Get a pretty well, good I'm, idea. I'm looking and I don't see it, so that's why I asked. It's basically... Did you know Luke Perry was in it? Yes. This is the last thing. I did, I did not, not know that. that. R.I.P. Luke Perry. That's mm-hmm. terrible. Do you know Trent Reznor recorded The Downward Spiral in the house that Charles or Sharon Tate was killed in? No, I did not. No, I did not know huh. that. Which is said to be haunted still. Yeah, I could see that. If you believe in that or not. I've seen some shows. It's intriguing, but... The whole little piggy I wouldn't thing. want to stay the night in that house. Let's just say that. I listened to this... Uh, uh, podcast with a what is it, a, a mentalist or something like that. This very famous kind of mentalist magician, and he was talking about um, how it's very easy, at least on camera, to uh, fake a lot of that haunting stuff. I mean, yeah. like I've only ever had like one paranormal experience, and it was it's I still can't right. uh, figure it out. But um, yeah, I don't know. I need to know the story not now, but I want to know it now. It, it'll be interesting. Like when mm-hmm. they announced they were doing this, I was like, how the hell are you going to tackle this subject? Yeah, you know. And if they do it like in Glorious Bastards, and that's that's the only way I could see him doing it. Like right. I don't really, he's, he doesn't scream to me like he's a based on the true story type of filmmaker. Like he always puts his own twist on things, yeah. on the reality of the situation. So it, oh man, that's when cool. he will, and I don't expect yeah. a Tarantino Manson film to be littered with facts, right. And nothing but, right. You know, I I want to see it because I want to see what he does with that right. base, right. If that makes sense, and how it ends. Like the late Burt Reynolds was going to be in it. He was really? going to be the owner of i don't know i think maybe where leo and brad's character where they live or something i think mm. they're neighbors of tate's i think that's how they get put into the story mm. but it, it seems to be very focused on them of course they did show sharon tate played by uh margot robbie i right. have the premise yeah. it says in 1969 los angeles a television actor and his stunt double embark on an odyssey to make a name for themselves in the film industry featuring a large assembled cast once upon a time in hollywood Weaves multiple storylines, which is typical of a Tarantino film, right, right. Um, and a tribute to the final moments of Hollywood's golden age, which is also another um, interesting time Shit, period. Sorry. So, with just all this, st- and I don't remember at what point the mafia, if the mafia is even out of Hollywood, at what point they, you know, or if they ever left. Yeah, <laughs> but that is true. But I do know that, it, like, if we're te- speaking of like the golden age, that was, right. yeah, I mean, that was really. You've seen, um, not to get off on a tangent, but you've seen. Boardwalk Empire, right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, you kind of see a little bit of that Mm -hmm. where, you know, he plays a part in Hollywood. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I guess if you think of it, it was the end of the Golden Age, kind Mm -hmm. of, right? You come out of the happy 60s and then you get into reality and then maybe that influenced the greedier movies of the 70s. I'm sure you'll pull it off. In his own well, I'm way. sure he will. And he I, probably will I, piss off a lot of people too. But and I'm not a huge Tarantino fan. I, I like him and I respect him and I like some of his stuff. But yeah. I am really looking forward to this. Yeah, so. I just yeah, it looks. I loved Kill Bill. I mean, to me, those are my favorite Tarantino films. Those yeah. two. 
and you know everybody's gonna want to punch me in the face but i only marginally liked pulp fiction so i mean you know just, <gasps> eh, you know but again everyone has different yeah. tastes but god you know kill bill i thought was genius i think this has the potential to be something pretty pretty yeah. cool yeah i do too i do too yeah definitely be uh Falling up on that one. Yeah. The, the actual trailer. That'd be great. Toy Story 4. I can't believe they made a 4. Right. Um, big right. fan of these films, but they make me so sad. I can't oh, believe yeah. they want a billion dollars. Right, right. <laughs> Disney, aren't you rich enough? No, but it's just funny how they were the first Pixar movie to be sequelized, and you thought the third one was it, and now they're making a fourth one. The third one's pretty heavy at It the is end. at the end. Like, I really thought they were going to die. Kind of that, concentration that campaign. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. It makes uh, daycares a lot more scary <laughs> <laughs> for a toy. <laughs> and but this is interesting. Uh, Forky is a new character, and it's created by Bonnie, who is the girl with the toys now. So it's like a Frankenstein creation. Like, this is a first for a Toy Story film. We never see him create it. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess what? the factory creates him, but... Doesn't Bo Peep become a villain? Did I read that? I don't know about that, but she's pretty much a badass right now because yeah. she, she's in this carnival. Woody, you know, again, it's like, I get it. It's how they have a story, right? Toy gets lost and mm-hmm. you got to go find him again and shit. Yeah, Bo Peep looks like a badass and she was... I think she was on in all of them except for the third one. So it explains hmm. how, how she um, survived and... Hmm. Made, made new, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll be good. I always like, like all money. the Easter eggs in those movies. Like yeah. how they always all have. All the Pixar. Yeah, yeah. That's always just fun. No, I haven't seen Toy Story 3. I saw the first two. Um, yeah, when you were... T- <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> when my daughter was young. Yeah, I'm probably close to her age. Uh, oh, God. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm... <laughs> train of thought has left the station oh no toy story 3 didn't michael keaton uh, voice ken yeah oh yeah 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 that's funny that's funny that's that's one reason i want to see it because i love him he's kind of got that like lisp thing when he gets excited Uh, it's not not quite a lisp i don't know the way to say it but like i noticed it more as he's older Mm -hmm. so like it's in Birdman a little bit and um it's in the founder here and there mm-hmm. yeah. and uh the other guys spider-man yeah coming spider-man like definitely knows it I, I don't know what you would call it but like when he gets excited his voice definitely goes up like an octave or two and it gets you know, something with the speech it's interesting yeah. yeah i don't know if it's intentional or not could be he's doing some weird thing he's doing some andy kaufman thing with his career he got famous for batman he comes back and plays a role that's basically about Batman, Birdman. And then his next thing he does is he's the vulture. He got blacklisted pretty bad after not wanting to do the third Batman. Mm-hmm. It's a good thing he didn't, though. <clears throat> well, I mean, yeah, he they he kind of got screwed a little bit after that for a while. But the guy's, he's brilliant. I mean, he started, Anything he does is great. Um, and then he, yeah, got yep. into... Uh, what was the Ron Howard movie he did at probably Night Shift? Night Shift mm. yep. with Henry Winkler and uh, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton. Dream Team, remember Dream, Dream Team? Team? I think that predates Batman. Mm-hmm. Beetlejuice, obviously. Right. Then Batman. God, he's so good in Beetlejuice. Then he was in like One Good Cop or something. Early nineties. I got a lot of critical acclaim. And then he was also um, those My Life. I think it was called. Yeah, the Nicole where one. He was. He had cancer. Yeah. Mm. Um, was... Clean and Sober was his first dramatic role. Really? Where he played an addict and uh, oh, I remember. That. Okay, yeah, yeah it, was, it was fairly dark. Pacific Heights, he was first villain type role. Hmm. He played a good villain. I mean, obviously, I don't know much it. about his career. Um, no, obviously. not at all. Not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, 
Multiplicity. Oh my god, that's the movie I was just. I've never ever. The paper. That's one of my favorite ones that mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know of. Uh, it's really good, but yeah. But anyway, his Ken is in love with himself. Basically, mm-hmm. like he makes Barbie sit through countless outfit changes. It's just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. And of course, we have a uh, Stranger Things season three. We had a little teaser drop mm-hmm. of of that. Uh, I think we're all fans of Stranger Things. Where's yeah. that show gonna go? I know that's what that's what's, that's I my question. Like the trailer looks. Don't get me wrong, fan. Trailer looks great, but like, like you always have a problem with child actors, like how they age and stuff like that. And yeah. then too, like, are, are we? Are they gonna start building a whole world? Because right. it kind of seemed at the end of season two that's like we're we're kind of putting a button on this, yeah. you know, about the up uh, the upside upside down, down world mm-hmm. or yeah, something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, and I've I've heard that criticism of three. Yeah, like they need to move on to something different or like. Else. Same world and just new kids or something. Right. <laughs> right. I, I, like they I, did. Yeah. The, this is a got probably the, I think maybe the biggest gap in time. Mm-hmm. They wanted them to grow up a little bit more, and they clearly look like they have. Right. And it really captures that moment well when you know you all grow up and friends change and mm-hmm. you're not hanging out exactly the same or yeah. into the same things. Right. So it really captured that, and it looks good. And what that was Motley Crue in the sound in the. I think so. Yeah. I think so in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's got like a m- lot more uh, locations. They got mm-hmm. a mall they're shooting in. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, I saw some like workout uh, people <laughs> in the <laughs> terrible <laughs> outfits. And yeah, it looks good. It looks good. I, I hope they can. I, I So far, I think both seasons have been pretty solid. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love the soundtracks. And mm-hmm. and the, just the score is great. The aesthetic is great. But yeah, I'm just. I'm The title. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. That just. Oof. Creepy. I'll definitely check it out, but I just don't know. Maybe this will be it. I don't know. Yeah, um, yeah. The I think what's her name? Eleven. Yeah, mm-hmm. Millie Bobby Brown. Yes. She's going to be in the new Godzilla film. Yeah, mm-hmm. Godzilla King of Monsters, I believe. Yes. So if that's a big hit, May. Know, I think yeah, uh-huh. it's soon. Yeah. Yep. So I'm a huge late Godzilla May, fan. I believe. So mm-hmm. yeah, I hope they don't. I mean, hope they're good kids, but yeah, that child actor thing. There's, there's still. You know, it's still issues. Like Shia LaBeouf is like the latest, probably maybe, or I'm sure there's others, but they get really messed up. Mm-hmm. You know, these well, kids seem to be pretty good, so yeah, hopefully. Well, unless it's like something like it too. Like again, like this is more so on the child actor thing or, or child character portrayal. There's not really like a sense of stakes at times because like unless they go full dark, they're not. Oh, with kids, you're saying, right. yeah, yeah, so you're saying, yeah. I mean, gosh, season one of. Stranger Things was like, you know, when they found, uh, was it, is it Will who's the one missing? Yeah. yeah. How did they find his body at first? <clears throat> spoilers, but <laughs> they find it and then. Uh, Three-year-old spoilers. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, everyone's convinced it's him. Right. And then the sheriff goes in and actually cuts it open and he's like, he realizes this is fake. Right, it's right, like, right. That was pretty. Yeah. I mean, as a kid. Right. Yeah. So yeah. they've really pushed the envelope. Yeah. I think Netflix has helped that envelope get pushed. He couldn't probably do that outside of it but i only saw the first season season two is it e- equally as good i like yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it introduces a lot more cool i did things. not like it to not want to watch it again i just it just never got around yeah. to it yeah but i love the first season you'll yes. be, i mean you'll get hooks on it nice yeah. good easily good. watch it again yeah i don't want them to overdo it either you mm-hmm. know it's like less is more stop when you're you reach that peak and, yeah yeah totally Right, and then you can always revive it in the future, like have the next generation of yeah, kids, yeah, or spinoff or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, you, know, you totally do, do, do anything like that. Eleventh, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 
People might be sick of Eleven by she's then. She's just screaming the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's like, she's in the new Godzilla movie. Oh, she's going to cry and scream. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. I think she's great. No, but, like, yeah, people are she's like, really she's the next at. DiCaprio. I'm like, she screams and cries. Like, yeah. That's what Shia LaBeouf did. True. Like, every Transformer movie. Optimus! Bumblebee! Look where he's at. Yeah. Oof. Have you seen that video? Um, it's like the. Uh, I can't like, do rapping. it. No. Oh. Just do it. This is like some <clears throat> people did a like a dance thing. It's like a. Uh, he's in it. He's like a cameo in it, but it's basically making fun of Shia LaBeouf. Okay. I'll show it to you guys. I know he did like a 24 hour yeah. movie or a, a marathon of his movies or something, and they filmed his reaction. <laughs> so he did that. He does some like really. Mm-hmm. Like he. I think he tried to punch Tom Hardy on set. Like he's just yes. like reckless. What movie was he on with Tom Hardy? Uh, it was the bootleg movie they did. It was really good. And I can't remember the name of it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, Shia LaBeouf live. I Rob Cantor, who is this? I'll have to show. Well, I'll show it to you, and you guys can decide if you want to post it or not. It's really kind of stupid, Go ahead, post but, it. Funny, but funny. At Go the ahead, same time. you can do that. You don't so, need to ask. Post it. Do it. Post it. Just do it. Make it happen, Megan. Every day. Well, Bill and Ted Face the Music is has kind of been announced. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves they did this little video saying, mm-hmm. hopefully this summer they they film it. They've been talking for a couple of years now. Oh, I don't know. know if you guys are huge Bill and Ted fans. I, I am, and you know I don't know. The second movie was uh, the second movie was fine. Every rose has its thorn. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> There's a title. Not, yeah. That's right up your alley. The no, song? I don't, I don't know. It's it's not their song. But for those who don't know, Bill and Ted, they're these uh, stoner rock, although they didn't really get into their stoning habits, but you could kind of tell. Yeah, yeah. Their rock wannabes are terrible, basically. But in the future, they're like these society... Implied stonage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Just like Scooby-Doo, pretty much. Right. What's what's their band name again? Like something Pegasus or... Stallion. Wild Stallion. Wild Stallion. He's so nice No, he's... Definitely. George Carlin. He was Rufus. Yep. Just, Late great George Carlin. Time traveling. Who was... Phone booth. Who was the Grim Reaper? That was William... Maybe? No, no. Oh, shit. I forgot his name. I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great actor. He's been in Star Trek, all kinds of other movies. Um, Adler, maybe? I don't know. That sounds right. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. yeah. Bill and Ted yeah. are awesome. He was a good Grim Reaper. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That was a good series. So I'm looking forward to it. You know, they're both guys are in their 50s now. So it'd be interesting what their take De- on it is. Yeah. It definitely seems to be done from the heart, too, I would say. I mean, because it's. Like they want to make it. Yeah. Like, because Keanu Reeves yeah. ain't, ain't hurting for money. No. Like, no. He's, and he's got John his own, Wick. yeah, like that's going on. Um, and so I, I hope it's good. I don't really know now what the story is a, be. He's a director, like a very good director. Yeah. So they don't really need to do this. but Unless just, they want to. Right. Yeah. It's a passion project, yeah. basically. And they know a lot of fans want to see it. But yeah, they, it had two movies and a cartoon series, like every movie did back in the 90s. There was a cartoon series? Yeah. It was probably just one season or so. Right. But Back to Future had a cartoon. Rambo had, had a cartoon series? Yes. Which is just like, What? <laughs> How was that translated to kids? <laughs> he tickled the bad guys. <laughs> MC Hammer had one. Yes. Really? Hammer Time or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yep. Everybody had a car. Dumb and Dumber, I think they. Ace Ventura. I remember Ace Ventura. They didn't yeah. last long. Yeah. But Jackie Chan Adventures lasted a long time. Yeah, they did. Yes. Yep. I don't think they do that too much anymore. No. MIB, Men in Black had a cartoon. It was Ghostbusters great. had yeah. a cartoon. Probably better than the actual movie, I think. <laughs> I mean, I like the movie, but it had more character development, and the other two movies didn't really go 
much into it, but mm-hmm. they had time to do it. But yeah, Ghostbusters, of mm-hmm. course. God, Josh Brolin's Tommy Lee Jones was great in the third one. It, his, he was the highlight t- of that. Yeah, his, his highlight of that. Yeah. Uh, Terminator. You know, we have a new Terminator movie coming out. I know everyone's excited. Mm-hmm. This is like the uh, reboot again of the franchise. Yeah, they can't really seem like they're not. Na- I don't. Was was Schwarzenegger just like the crux of that? Like, can they just not get it right without him? Uh, he no, he was involved though. He was in Genesis. Uh, he was right. in Salvation, like as a cameo. They just right recreated. Right. His, he didn't pop in. They just paid him, and they used his likeness. But. It was just as far as like getting it up and going. Because I saw. I mean, the one with uh, Amelia Clark. I thought that was just like, yeah, that was bad. Genesis. Yeah, and like at first I liked it, I enjoyed it, but yeah, it took a lot of it. Basically, rebooted things mm-hmm. like everything. And it just it was a mess. It was a big mess. Well, and I remember a lot of plot holes. I yeah, thought. I mean, like you're always gonna get that with time travel and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but this um, was like really like well, yeah, and like I remember I was reading an article in Wired about it, and it was just basically a commentary on CGI, but they were using that movie in specific because that scene where. Um, Arnold gets tossed out of the back of the van and he goes like, I think they're on the Golden Gate Bridge maybe? Um, but he's going down the highway and so many people were saying like the CGI is so bad it's because like he's supposed to weigh like what, a thousand pounds? That, yeah. And your brain knows like that's not what that looks like. You've right. already established that he's super heavy but now he looks like a beach ball. Going down. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> yep, like, yep. It was, a, it was a very interesting article about how like just i mean because how many people know like the physics for that but like instinctually we know like this doesn't add up you just told me he's heavy but now he's light so it takes you out of the immersion right exactly yeah that that's what genesis did i liked salvation i thought it was nice to finally get that future battle mm-hmm. wasn't like laser blast like i wanted to it was, was just salvation like, one with Bale. Bale. yeah yeah that yeah. was good yeah he, he was a highlight of it but yeah i think the i don't know it was just kind of a weird it MCG, whatever he directed, he directed the Charlie Angels movies, so no Camerons hmm. were really involved with these. I don't know. Those first two were so good. They were. I they think were. an argument can be made that it's just hard to top it. And if you have to go further than those things, it's either A, you're just rehashing, mm-hmm. you know, or it's just so out there that it's hard for a wider audience to, right. to accept. But. I don't know. I, I've never hated a Terminator film that I've ever seen, but those first two, I mean, come on. You know, right. Those just, are the best. Yeah. Three yeah. is not good. Just looking back, like I enjoyed it at the time, but man, it's such a rehash of two. Um, it's just not. Did you guys see that in the theaters? The second one? Uh-huh. I've always been curious, like, did you know he was a good guy from the preview? Or or was it a big plot twist? Yeah, we had no, no it's kind of a plot twist, thing. I thought. Yeah, yeah if so, I remember correctly. So, like, you're, like, because I always thought that was, like, such a cool pop culture moment. And, like, was it just, like, holy shit, he's here to save her. Now. Yeah. Huh. I remember thinking that same thing. You know, I was just, there he is. And it's like, oh, shit, it's on. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> right. But, yeah, it, uh, it takes you to another spot. It was, yeah, they, it was cool. They wouldn't pull it off today. They'd give you everything in the trailer, probably. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last big... In a world where a Terminator loves. <laughs> I love you, John. <laughs> There's a deleted scene where he's John's trying to make him smile. It's hilarious. You gotta really? check it out. Okay. Yeah, it looks like a horse. It's just like... It's funny how he did the smile, but... That's yeah. funny. But this, this new Terminator is called Dark Fate, which... Uh, whatever. Uh, it's... Edgy. Yeah. It's better than Genesis. They didn't even spell Genesis right for the right. <laughs> they did their own little because Genesis was an app that birthed Skynet or something like that. It was really all yeah. over the place. 
but yeah, this one is actually produced by Cameron. He's got the rights back. Okay. Tim Story, he directed the first Deadpool movie. He's directing this one. This is actually going to ignore all the movies that came after two. So this is actually the new three. Yeah, I hope this Dark Fate's good. I mean, Cameron, he's involved, but he also said Genesis was the new three when it came out. So. Yeah. I like the Terminator jokes that come out of these films. Like the T2 jokes you're talking? Sure. Hasta la vista, baby. Yeah, those. Uh, mm. yeah, I need a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> so they're not ones. really jokes. They're more like... I promise I will not yeah. hurt anybody. Is that what he said? Or kill anybody? I just uh, think they're joke. jokes. You got to see those films. Just see the first two. Okay. Yeah. We don't ask a lot. I will. See the first two. And come back with a report next week. And okay. We'll he talk kind of did the same thing. Like, uh, this is just kind of a dumb early morning thought. But like, between... T1 and T2 and Alien and Aliens, he kind of did the same thing for both, to an extent, because like the first ones are very sci-fi horror right. contained, and then the second one, I mean like what, Aliens is like, I want to do Alien meets the Dirty Dozen, and then right. uh, T2 is a lot more action-y and stuff. Still one of the greatest action movies of all time. Oh, yeah. Like. Yeah, absolutely. That, that scene where he's just like the motorcycle, like lands in the, <laughs> the whatever you'd he call it. He invented, that. you know, the remember the Abyss he did? Mm-hmm. It was very, it's kind of like the first generation liquid metal yeah. type of special, special effect. Yeah. And then they re kind of expanded on that for T2. Mm-hmm. It was cutting edge, and it still holds up pretty damn well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think there's really a flaw with T2. I no. don't know. Do you recall any? No, I mean, not really. I mean, there's a lot of that time frame um, where they have the one-liners, the, you right. know. Right, and And some of that stuff doesn't always stand up, but, I mean, that movie, by and large, is just still... You know, Stanford. if I ever, if it's ever on TV or something, I don't care if it's halfway through. I can stop and just you know right. pick it up and watch the rest of it because it's fun. You know, mm-hmm. Linda Hamilton just rocked it in that. I mean, she just got super. She just her character completely changed. From oh yeah, the first one to the second one, and then it'll be interesting to see her now. Well, and that's another. Th- I think that's one of the coolest parts of Terminator Two was her development because it went from this you know holy crap what's happening to my life thing to. We're several years in now, right? And you know, she—it was fight or flight. You she's know? not going to be a victim anymore, basically. Right, yeah. She's mm-hmm. a survivor, and yeah, yeah. Probably she's became a terrible mom because she of it, was but. phenomenal. You know, <laughs> yeah. she was a really good actress. She mm-hmm. was. She, she was, was like ripped in that movie oh, too. Man. Like it, the whole shotgun with one hand. I mean, come on. Oh yeah, just oh, badass. This cracks me up. Like just even looking at like some actors and actresses today, as far as just like prep for a movie goes. But then looking at Linda Hamilton in T two, it's like just like corded muscle. Oh yeah, just like. Damn girl, yeah. right? She was probably the first to she really killed get it. into it. Man, mm-hmm. she was she was great. So, you know, her actually her coming back is more exciting than Arnold at this point because Arnold was involved with the ones that didn't really work. Yeah, yeah. Especially T three. You know, I just oh, that's just a tough watch. Yeah. Oh, even like, just like Genesis was just bad. yeah. I don't know. Like I I don't unpopular opinion. I don't think Amelia Clark's that good of an actor. Like yeah. she even Game of Thrones. I've not seen her in Game of Thrones, but yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. I, I also kind of struggle with that character in Thrones. Yeah, because it's like this character's super strong, but like no, if anything, her superpower is luck. She's kind of the John McClane of Game of Thrones. Right. Like everything's kind of hand. But uh, that's I know we're jumping ahead. She did the solo movie, and that you know that bombed. Oof. Which I actually enjoyed that movie. I thought she was pretty good in it. I don't know. She finally got to use her British accent in the movie. True. Of course, she's been in other things, but yeah, um, this Dark Fate. I'm not crazy about the title, but hopefully, with Cameron involved, it's uh, it's going to be something special. Mm-hmm. So we'll look forward to that. I guess, right? <laughs> maybe, <laughs> or maybe it'd be like no more Terminator. We're done. <laughs> We're done with Terminator. <laughs> 
So this week, 12.02 a.m. Eastern Time, March 20th, Disney acquired Fox, officially. Merger's complete. Wow. Pretty good deal. $71.3 billion. You know? I like... That's a bargain! (laughs) I liked the post you... I think it was you who put put it on the page with Deadpool. It's hilarious. Let me pull it up. It's worth mentioning while we're here. If you haven't seen it, go to the page, take a look at it. Aren't Monopoly supposed to be illegal? Right. (laughs) Yeah, no shit. Yeah, about that. Like... I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I think it'll be. Yeah, that was Mitch. Oh, Mitch did that. I'm pretty sure it wasn't me. I thought it was so funny. Oh yeah, that's awesome. Like Disney does does great, but yeah, it is kind of nerve wracking. Like they own so much now, and mm-hmm. and Fox owns so much too. I mean, like what's what? It, it's now Disney and Warner Brothers. Like, are those just the two big movie studios? Paramount, maybe. Well, mm-hmm. Paramount, yeah, okay. Paramount's in debt though, so uh, I don't know. Yeah, you, you might be right. Yeah, Universal know. probably still, still up there, yeah. probably. But yeah, I mean, like it'll. I think it'll be cool to. I mean, there's still competition. Yeah, but well, yeah, now they'll still. just be competing with themselves, and that's yeah. going to be tough angle. Yeah, I, you know, it's kind of like a. It's it's great, but at the same time, it's going to hurt them because yeah, you have Marvel movies coming out, and then you're going to have. Right. And they might keep the Fox brand, you know. I actually, don't, I think they should. Yeah. Who was Warner Brothers trying to acquire that they were, or maybe it was the Disney and Fox merger that there was a whole bunch of controversy about it that they were trying to stop that wasn't comcast trying to buy fox Mm. i thought i don't know i thought warner brothers was trying to make a deal with someone and they were trying to stop that from happening because it would have been this huge monopoly or maybe it was disney and Mm -hmm. fox but do you remember it was a huge political thing for a little bit kind of yeah Yeah. i mean i don't remember who it was though it's kind of worrisome i mean i I know like it'll be i think it'll be cool to see like you know the avengers and x-men finally on screen together and maybe you know in 20 years they do civil war properly with all the characters involved um but yeah, it's kind of like what's going to happen. It'll be interesting to see if Hugh Jackman comes back because when he was interviewed after he did Logan, he said the only way he'll come back is if X Men get folded into the larger Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. And whether or not they fold them in, I guess we'll see. But it's a good opportunity to reboot. The only problem is with his age. Like I don't see him committing to because there's so much oh, action. Yeah. And, oh yeah, and they're going to want to reboot. So yeah. and Wolverine in the comics is like a shorter dude. Mm-hmm. So they might want to just actually cast that. They talked about Daniel Ratcliffe, like fans have. Eh, might not be terrible. I don't know. Uh, have a wand with claws. And, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But yeah, with this deal, uh, yeah, Disney now owns X-Men, Fantastic Four, Aliens, Predator, Planet of the Apes, Kingsman, Home Alone, Die Hard, Independence Day, much more. Of course, the television properties as well. Right, and they actually own the original 77 Star Wars. They own so they, Simpsons now, then, right? Yes. They, yeah. That's weird to think about. Yeah, it is weird. Maybe a Mickey Mouse crossover. <laughs> yeah. So if they own the original 77 Star Wars, can I please get a Blu-ray of the original? I think that's what untouched. people are hoping for. Yeah, they have the power to do it now. So What, Laserdisc is the first is the last format? That I was think in so, untouched. yeah. What, yeah. Never, VHS wasn't for the original? Well, I think Laserdisc would be a higher resolution. Right. Oh, um, oh sorry. I, yeah, yeah, it's not the most technologically. But of course, they'll rescan the negatives at this point, and it'll be super... Right. You know, it'll look great. And 4K, you got 4K now, too. Right. So, I heard yeah. Lucas is coming. He's, he's, there was a rumor he's helping with the I, new Star Wars? I don't know. I no. hope so. Oh, no, I just learned. Um, Do you, though? I mean, I know a lot of people shit on Disney's Star Wars, but prequels weren't that great. They were not good. I'd say they were Speak bad, but they were yourself. original. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, okay. Like, yeah, like they that. weren't good. Yeah. 
I, yeah. I totally agree, but they, in my opinion, they weren't just a rehashing of... Was it you that I told you this? I don't care what anybody says. So I grew up with the prequels, right? Well, I grew up with the originals, and that's fine, and huge fan, because I grew up with brothers, whatever. You haven't seen but, Toy Story. No, stop it. Um, That writing, the writing in those prequels, I... I loved. I don't care what anybody says. I loved. It appealed to a female audience. I was good with it. You guys are being true nerds right now, and they're laughing. No, you guys I'm not laughing. This, you know what? But they're all like, maybe the smirking. writing is good, but the acting is shit. No, the acting mm-hmm. is Terrible. shit. Mm-hmm. The acting is absolute Terrible. shit. But Here's... the writing was like it was. And I'm a big person with like like I like I know writing when I see it, and I, right. and I love it. But like. I don't know. I really that really struck a chord with me. Some of the lines, but it, they were delivered right. terribly. Right. I could watch all those prequels straight through nonstop if I'm able to control my mute button at certain spots because okay, well, they're visually amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and each film had its freaking awesome moments, you know. And I, I think arguably Attack of the Clones was. Hate the little kid all you want in Phantom Menace, but I mean Attack of the Clones was kind of the Oh yeah, you know, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the, the, the video game ending with them on the conveyor belt, that right? They're they're still very watchable, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Hugh and McGregor's line about um, you were supposed to. Oh God, you're supposed to bring balance. To oh the force yeah, yes. Yeah. Please tell me yeah. you didn't like that. Like, no, that like really there's moments in there, but yeah. like, McGregor's Obi One is the highlight of that. Well, see, that's oh, just yeah. it. There's so, so many bright spots that people, you know, they still like to crap on those films but there are enough bright spots in there that it is still totally that that, that piece of the lore is so ingrained mm-hmm. i yeah i totally agree and yeah i how I great was them. qui-gon jinn you know what yes. i mean yes. darth maul i mean best what, what, lightsaber yeah. fight in like the all of star wars right. arguably yeah the problem is when they took him out they that could have been their villain for the whole trilogy you know what i mean and then they and bring they, him back at the end of solo it's just it was but it was i mean they already brought him back in the, the cartoon yeah series. It, and that's like definitely in my opinion the best part of yeah. clone wars like that fourth season just all villain arc which kind of goes to that thing we were talking about in stranger things like mm-hmm. there's actual stakes there because everyone's a bad guy so at any point anyone could die right um, villain story is more interesting but you got agreed i think if they would have kept maul for all of them that would have been helpful because they mm-hmm. kind of were searching for a villain and he had count dooku which i didn't like the name that sounded silly and you well, know. And he was like a gray Jedi, like because it was like he was trying to just break away from the Emperor to like a lot of interesting stuff there mm-hmm. that they didn't really. If they fleshed they really out even more, right? Right. Did you guys ever like hear it. the rumor of a uh, Jar Jar Binks was supposed to be the bad guy? Oh, that's like a fan. I thing, think that right? was a fan deal. To make if it I'm not mistaken, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, I but hated that Lord. as a kid because yeah. Jaja Vinks was like well, the comic relief. I only heard about like recently, and that because like the only thing that I bought it for a little bit is that Christopher Lee came onto the movie so late, and the only like real again like I'm I don't buy it necessarily, but I thought this was interesting because like Lucas did like a test screening of it, and it was supposed to be that fight with Count Dooku and Yoda it was supposed to be like Jar Jar kind of being like the snake almost, and Yoda being like this little frog, and people said it was just so bad, and that's why Lee came onto the hmm. movie so late. Really? Yeah, I didn't hear that. But and I mean, I still don't buy it. But that's the only part where I'm like, okay, you're kind of couching this in fact, so maybe. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The whole thing. Here's the other thing that annoys me. Star Wars could be such a big universe. Why do we have to have freaking droids in every (laughs) setting? Because they're talking about the new uh, Mandalorian 
someone's going to voice a droid. I'm like, I like droids, but it seems like that's their bread and butter. Like, they always have to have these elements. They have to have a, a badass. They have to have a droid. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I think there's more to that universe. Like, expand on that. Mm-hmm. I do get the criticism of the new Star Wars movies, but I what I like about them is the practical effects. Uh, that's what's really bad about the prequels. Like, now we have so much better resolution mm-hmm. with technology. It really makes it look fake. You can, you can spot the background yeah. and... Yeah, just some of the choices, but no, I know you can't entirely shit on the prequels. I guess no. there there are some good things there. I I won't and people deny shit on that. them all the time. I feel like I'm gonna have a Joey moment here. I just feel like people are constantly <laughs> crapping on those movies, and they're they have some worth to them. So. There is some worth, and there's actually been a lot of good fan edits, and those make them more. Uh, Topher tolerable. Grace apparently has a very, but he can't release it because it's like right. yeah, there are a ton on YouTube and stuff. They take a lot out, and it's a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> Anakin just comes off as a just an asshole, you know. He's just <laughs> he doesn't trust me. Like you never. You, that's the problem with uh, when they they set up Anakin and Obi Wan as these friends. Uh-huh. I never really got that with the prequels. What they delivered, like it just felt. And there was just a lot of. Great. I felt it with with Qui Gon and that and, was yeah. yeah I uh-huh. felt more that, that yeah. Than, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of it was less what they did and just how they did it. You know yeah. what I mean? I think if they would have kept every precept. And just executed it a little bit mm-hmm. differently from an acting standpoint. Right. I think it could have been absolutely different and looked at a lot differently. Sure. So we'll see if nine turns around for people. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm well, one of three people on the planet that did not mind The Last Jedi. I liked so. it. I, I didn't like some of the, the gas thing was silly to me, but you know, it just was weird how they could leave the ship. Why couldn't they just constantly bring people back and forth you know to the other planet you know yeah it, just a few plot holes there but no i don't think it's i don't think it's the worst movie ever made i think you know nine will probably course correct a lot because jj's back mm-hmm. in control but yeah I, I totally get they're using tropes from what came before but you could say the prequels did that too but well i should say it after you know and i've said this a thousand times i mean after force awakens everyone's like this just a rehash of old star wars i want something different so the last shit i did that right that's pissed true off yeah. oh that. yeah yeah that's very true you know <laughs> i didn't want that yeah i just struggle with it from like a in-universe nerd point uh i mean like the whole the hyperspace ramming thing yeah because i mean you're gonna tell me that you know in uh, a new hope or you know even return of the jedi anything like that you know the rebels you know not not to put like a pc lens on it or political lens on it, they're basically terrorists mm-hmm. jihadis and you're yeah. telling me not one of them would be willing to hyperspace ram the death star right like it, it was super cool visually like don't get me wrong but i'm just like oh I so many things are now like questioned for me in the universe right for all the sake of a cool visual scene yeah and then having leia be force active when at most in canon because especially once disney acquired it they just erased the whole eu they said it's not canon anymore it's like at most she was force sensitive yeah and now we see her do something that like not even luke ever did like mm. survive in zero g and fly right which i guess maybe she's technically just pulling the sh- towards her as far as like a force oh, pull yeah, thing maybe, yeah. but like i i don't know like as far as like an in lore thing i was just like okay we're just kind of doing shock value here and we're not actually like respecting the canon mm-hmm. one yeah. guy's opinion yeah, yeah no i get that i get that i've nope. heard that debate before so I can it'll be interesting how they and only using like stock footage of her for this new one so it'll be interesting how they can i thought a, she had shot character. everything before she or no yeah this is stock footage from like the force awakens oh, so okay. they might do <clears throat> cg manipulation they'd have to but hmm. yeah maybe not show the face so much right <laughs> they did they someone did correct the rogue one footage uh just like a fan did it mm-hmm. 
you got to respect the fans who are out there who are really talented. Yeah. And like DS9 right now, for Star Trek fans, yeah. there's actually a few people out there actually um, uh, doing their own HD, right? Yeah. With it. Because the rough. studio won't do it. There's no money in it. Which is ridiculous. Right. It's because they did all that. They put all that money in TNG in the original series. And then they came out just at the wrong time when streaming was getting big. Right. And they, they didn't sell as much. So, mm-hmm. yeah. It'll be the fans in the end. It yeah, it was the most interesting Star Trek series. And this is from a guy who refused to watch it because it wasn't like the others, right? And so I got into it so late. Totally agree. But when I did, I was like, oh, Christ, why did I wait for this? I'm such an idiot. You yeah. know, it's so good. Well, it's like I would say it's possibly like the darkest of the Star Trek oh, yeah. series. Like yeah. when, when I forget the name of it because I I haven't watched all of it in a, a bit, but like that the the federation agency that shows up that basically says like yeah we're we're doing the black ops stuff like Section the federation 31. yes thank you i was going to say 13 i knew it was a 3 yeah. one um but like you know basically saying like this isn't this rosy right. thing like we're you know not to go hellboy but we're the things that go bump in the night yeah you know we keep the federation moving so you can do all this exploratory stuff mm-hmm. and i was like oh nice yeah even though roddenberry probably would have hated that yeah. <laughs> right right <laughs> but yeah it was interesting mm-hmm. and in fact discovery now Star Trek Discovery, it's the new show on CBS All Access, the second season. Mm-hmm. They've introduced that, such as oh, 31. Nice. Which have, has met praise and hate. That's uh, a mixed response. It's the fan base, though. That's the fan base. You're not going to make anywhere, everyone happy. Right. Well, and there's so many people out there that aren't happy unless they're unhappy. So, right. I mean, it's, that's you know. Point. I mean, you got people probably just love the original series. That's it. Not even the movies. They're like, yeah. Right. Well, that's just it. The, you, also, you always have the Star Wars versus Star Trek crowd. You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's one or the other. Even though DC so or Marvel, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you can't like both. Right. And I, I don't know. I kind of like it all. Yeah. <laughs> I like Which it all I, too. I never got the Star Wars versus Star Trek thing because, like, people are like, oh, this is the definitive, like, sci fi series. Yeah. It's like, Star Wars is just fantasy in space. Like, they're two very different yeah. things. Yes, exactly. They are. Like, space wizards with lightning swords like this is a fantasy show and it's like great like they're good i've been star trek is kind of more science i don't know i don't get right. i totally agree like why elitism in all forms is bad and nerd elitism is the worst of it <laughs> right I, I agree yeah um but yeah disney they'll have the rights for the 77 see what happens with that they they own a portion of hulu <laughs> and their streaming service disney plus it's coming next year yeah. so yeah they could probably charge I charge twenty bucks a month if they're gonna have that whole catalog. Can you imagine yeah. that? It's It'd insane, be amazing. But again, if they offer everything, it's gonna hurt their sales. Which physical media is kind of on the way out. It yeah. seems. Which it's to me, it's scary though, because if everything's digitized, all of a sudden one day you go, you go to watch your movies and it's gone. Yeah. You know? So yeah. yeah, no, it is kind of worrisome from that aspect. Yeah, but it'll be it'd be interesting. The only bad part. I mean, sure, there's a lot of bad parts, but 4,000 jobs will be lost with the, really? this merger. That's too bad. Sadly. Yeah. With $71.3 billion and they're losing four. Wow. They're okay. all going to move here. Nice. Hey, there we go. Start up a new studio. Get a couple interns for the podcast. <laughs> and- yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get some insights. Right. Right. <laughs> so uh, news broke this week. Supernatural's ending after 15 years. 15 years. Wow. A lot of girls are going to be upset. They already are. They already are. I wonder if there'll be some reactions to that on YouTube, if it's worth checking that out or not. Well, the actors are actually oh, sure old enough to retire be. now, so that's probably why. No, I'm <laughs> and old. I mean, they're getting up there. You yeah. know what, though? Good for them. I mean, it's something they loved the whole time. And I watched the first seven seasons full, stopped in the middle of the eighth for whatever reason. And the first four seasons, that's some damn good TV. I don't hmm. know, you know, if you haven't seen it. 
that's it was pretty awesome actually and and i didn't want to like it because my daughter's like you gonna wear supernatural it's so great they're so cute and i'm like i don't even care at all should we get you a fangirl t-shirt um you can get her one and okay. she already actually has a bunch but um yeah so it was a yeah that's interesting you know i mean good for them for i mean 15 years it's remarkable because you know cw's changed in that time yeah. period like so much and Dawson's Creek was probably still on when they were, and they've been on mm. longer than so many other shows. Yeah, you know? I mean, it's that's remarkable. Good they for them, reinvent themselves. But yeah, I don't, I don't blame them at all for just right. go out on a high note. You yeah, know? And that's a show where truly it's sometimes less about the writing and more about the chemistry. You know, what right. I mean, it, it really worked with with that cast. And they've had fun. I think last season they had a Scooby Doo episode where they actually mm. get thrown into the cartoon. I oh, never did yeah. see it. Every but... season they have an episode that's yeah. just goofy as hell, and it, it turns right. out to be hilarious. You know, and yeah, it's uh, they don't take themselves too seriously, but they still, you know, right. it has its dark moments. It's ha- it's like an X Files almost, mm-hmm. where that it can get really dark and crazy yes. town, and then it can get really whimsical. And right. yeah, it was a fun fun series. I'm I'm excited to get back into it at some point. Isn't the joke like the car never gets damaged or something? <laughs> I don't know. About that? I don't know, but Jensen Ackles actually owns uh, oh, really? that car. Really? Uh, one of the cars, yeah. yeah, you know, and has it all restored up and stuff. Hmm. So. Nice. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Good for them. You know, hopefully they can do other things or just retire off their wealth, you know, or yeah. whatever. If there's no pressure to get another job. Right. <laughs> right. You know, otherwise you'd be like, yeah, let's keep going, guys. Let's right. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a mortgage. <laughs> right. <laughs> do this. So, yeah, there's also something shocking that came out this week. How do you say your name? Amelia, Amelia Clark, Clark. Mm-hmm. from Game of Thrones, which we were just talking about with the Terminator. She, I guess, announced, what was it the first couple seasons of... Um, so, right, uh, it, well, from what I understood, was season two. So, during production of season two, or maybe right before production of season two, she had suffered not one, but two brain aneurysms. That's nuts. Yeah. Mm. Shocking. Wow. Yes. What hmm. season is Game of Thrones on right now? Um, Seven. Starting the seventh Eight. here. Wow. Sooner than so this was. What? What's the story behind that? She just have so this not is, great health. Or? So this is her first time kind of opening up about it. I believe she wrote an, if I remember correctly, maybe an essay. Uh huh. And um, was it Vanity Fair uh, or the New Yorker? No, it was the New Yorker. New Yorker. Yes. Yeah, you got it. So fairly young, twenty four. Which I don't know if you guys know anything about like strokes. But it's not. That's not the typical age mm-hmm. for right. someone to suffer, um, one, let alone two. The important thing is, as she goes on, and she talks about uh, just kind of how it happened and then her struggle through it um, and just how she came out on the other side, you know, given huh. everything that had happened to her. So um, I don't know. I personally, I felt like it struck a chord with, with me, just how she's opening up and talking about it. That's something that... Um, I don't even know what I'm trying to say because I'm reading the article. Mm. <laughs> um, I get where she's coming from. Uh, she had to relearn a lot of things. So right. she wow. she actually is really, really lucky because a lot of people don't catch the, the signs of a stroke and then they end up dying or yeah. they suffer irreversible damage to the point where, I mean, you, you base, there's not a whole lot there. Right. Either you can't talk or you can't eat the same or you, maybe some of you can't walk. Yeah. Um, so it's like a really big thing. So um, she kind of talks a little bit about how that struggle happened. She's an actor and she went through this and she didn't know her name and she couldn't talk and she couldn't do any of these things. Oh. At one point she says that she, she just wanted to die. She's just let me die, let me go. Right. Um, but she really, she really came out on the other side of that, and I think that's a really cool, it's a yeah, really cool shocking. story. Yeah, wow, to know. 
interesting. Yeah, you know, I mean, number one, kudos for keeping on the down low, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. but at the same time, you know, kudos to her for obviously rebounding. I mean, sure. you know, so, she's on the biggest yeah. show, Yeah. arguably, right. you know, so. Jeez. Wow. I think the first one, they did like a non-invasive surgery to re- repair that. And then um, the second time was when she, it must have been during an off season because she was part of this play and she went to go do that. And she went in for a scan and they saw that she had a growth. And so they had to go in and Jeez. and remove that. And it failed. It failed the first time because they tried to do it non-invasively. And they're like, mm. no, like if we don't go in there, go into your skull and fix this, you will die. And so she did. And so she talks about how, like, they had to replace pieces of her skull with, like, titanium. And she wow. had, like, a drain coming out of her skull. Like, just imagine how yeah. wow. insane that must have been for her. And I don't use insane lightly. Like, that is an right. absolutely traumatic experience. I couldn't even imagine going through yeah. that myself. No. So, yeah. Wow. So I have a lot a lot more. Not that I didn't, but I have a lot more respect for her in that regard. Yes. You know, now, well, obviously. for sure. So Can't not that imagine. you should use that as an you know, an excuse right. to say this person's phenomenal. I and I whine about breaking my back, but something like that. I know, that's, right? I mean, it come on. Really... That's huge. That is huge. And oh. I whine about getting that concussion, I as know, you right? know. And I, I know. then I read this, I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> <clears throat> I know. I, I read that and I'm like, I'm not going to whine about my back for a while. <laughs> Keep it quiet. Yeah. Ambrose is like, you're a great actress now. <laughs> I was like, Take yeah, it I kind of feel. No, no, like. Art and artist, like more respect to her as an exactly. artist. Plus, yeah. like yeah, I, yeah. I still think she's maybe that kind of explains some of her, like you know, maybe. But wow, I didn't know that. For going through that, I still think. I mean, she's not. Oh, props for sure, you know, especially the show in, she's like, on. Like, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of explosions and stuff. They, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. It's just. And she's actually just a really fun, sweet. She's hilarious. Like yes. You know, she's like a genuine yes. person, yeah. and that's yeah. awesome. Do you guys watch Game of Thrones? Yes. Yeah, of course. Did you ever watch the um, the Coldplay thing? Uh-uh. Okay, so you should check it out when you get a second. It's like 10 minutes long. It's Coldplay does this kind of like mock mockumentary um, uh, where yeah, they're doing it. Game I've of Thrones it. a musical. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I will show it to you. It is it's, funny. Yeah. Yes. yeah, Amelia Clark's song is uh, Rastafarian Targaryen. And nice. It's just, yeah, it, it's it's super silly. Didn't Morgan That's Freeman voiceover or Liam Neeson? Was it Liam Neeson? Yes, okay. it's Liam Neeson. He does the voiceover. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, yeah, didn't even also realize the um, spoilers for the mockumentary. Um, the drummer for Coldplay is a huge fan of it. He's actually in uh, the Red Wedding scene. Oh, nice! As one of the um, musicians up in the like balconies. Oh, cool. Yeah. Did you guys were you upset when uh, what's his face guest starred uh, the redheaded singer? Yeah. Yeah. He's all right. He's just an armor, wouldn't he? No, he was just a Lannister soldier, and they're all just like sitting there talking. I Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran. Yeah, it didn't really take it out. I didn't. I didn't really. Didn't care. I mean, notice. I guess it's probably just just like headline bait. Like, oh, people don't like this. There's like, like what you hear now is like people are. People are petitioning to get J.J. Abrams oh, fired from I know Star Wars. Like, about now, just pulling out their ass. Right? You know? Yeah, Arya yeah, shows yeah, up yeah, and yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. and it, like they do a good job in that scene. The tension of like, yeah. are these guys about to just like hold her down and have right. her way, or are because mm-hmm. you know we're six seasons where it's like Lannister bad, Lannister yeah. bad. Josh hasn't seen it. He doesn't know. It's okay. Oh, okay. I, I got to catch up though because I do want to see it. But yeah, I'll have to go rent the. Random in a family video. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I get HBO Go, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. It's, uh, this last season's coming very soon, right? Very it's coming soon. out. This... 
22nd? It's coming out at the same time Endgame is, this, I think. Is this April? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, in April, or maybe April 15th or something like that. Really? But yeah, yeah, it's next month. It's yeah. around the corner. Only six episodes. Well... That's it? How, how long are the episodes? I think... 60-ish and yeah. 70 minutes-ish. Okay. It's like 70, 70, 80... 90, 90, 90. That's yeah, that's a lot right. of content. Right. Yeah, that's they made them longer than the normal. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah, that, yeah. You got prequel series coming and maybe movies. I don't know if we're gonna get that. I don't know. Like <laughs> my uh, my stepdad and I were talking the other day because you know when they when they got the uh, rights to it and they optioned it, um, part of the deal with uh, Martin was to um, he had to tell him the broad strokes of how mm-hmm. it ended. And and I'm just like, he's come up with all these compendiums and other things. And I'm just like, why aren't you finishing it? Yeah. But maybe it's a question of how much money is HBO paying him not to finish it right now. Right. Until mm. they, and I was just like, whoa. I did not even thought of that. Yeah. Mm. No, like he pointed that out to me. And I'm just like, yeah, because the books are in a very different place right now. Like it's implied that Stannis actually wins the battle mm. versus Ramsay. Mm. Um, I mean, the... Essos, Slaver's Bay, is like in a very different spot. I don't, yeah. So we'll just see. Because they diverted, because they had to, right? They had to keep the show going, and it's been successful, so that's probably why they're like, well, we don't really need the... Mm-hmm. Arthur, Arthur well, there's a huge thing that happens in the books after the Red Wedding, um, and I understand why they didn't do it, because I would say that's one of the more shocking moments in television, Yeah, but it takes out all the punch from the Red Wedding, or at least part of the punch. Interesting. Is that what it, are we talking about? That character, Lady Lady Stoneheart. Yes, yeah. and yeah. I really wish, I really wish, and I get why they didn't that they would have put her in that, but it's fine. And in fact, it was you who I, who I think told me about that because mm-hmm. I wasn't familiar with it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like I, I I get it takes away the gravity of the moment, but eh. well, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I have to I have to catch up on that. Yeah, I'm a little bit behind. It's a crime that you are. Mm-hmm. I know, right? Turn yourself in. <laughs> I should just walk away right you now. You should, just no. And shame. <laughs> shame. Well, before we go, I just got a review of the new movie, The Dirt, on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you want to add? I don't want to. Yeah. Uh, Mitch and I are in the process of writing a um, comedic parody of A Quiet Place, but it'll be called A Silly Place, and we will present that at some point on the podcast. It's okay. in production. Oh, it's in production. Okay. Interesting. I know. So, will you need like a uh, voiceovers or any sound effects to go with? Your... Um, I'm in the process of writing the script. I'm going to send it Mitch's way and we'll see what we want to do with it. Oh, okay. Interesting. I'm still blown away by the Hawkman series. I never thought I would say that in my life. But the comics? Yeah. Just the new series. It's, I don't know, issue 10 or 11 just came out. Phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> just phenomenal. I can't. It's just, it's weird. I've never, I think in the past, because Hawkman's only had 809 different series over the years, you know, and reboots. Uh, I don't think I've ever got past issue three or four. Wow. And, you know, it's to the point where I can't wait for the next one. Well, there's talk uh, they might make a movie. I wonder if it's because of this new comic. I don't know, but it's uh, it's pretty stellar. It's, you know, almost a sci-fi Indiana Jones meets, hmm. you know, um, superhero stuff. It's really... okay. Really, really solid. It does a, such a great job, though, of fixing all the shit that happened with Hawkman over the years, you know? All the hmm. confusing, you know, origins. And right. It does a really nice job making that all just... They make they made it make, make sense. Is there, like, so who, cool. who's involved uh, with writing? Is it anyone we know? Like uh, Robert Venditti. Um, he did some Green Lantern Corps stuff. Just phenomenal. And I wish I could remember the artist's name. Sure. But hmm. the art is just crazy good. So it's got a very good. silver age yet modern 
feel to the art. Hmm. But yeah, I you know, give it a shot. Definitely. So what, what's the whole series called right now? Like the full Hawkman. Title? <clears throat> Just Hawkman. Uh-huh. That's it. Okay. It's not like Legend of right. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Legend of Zorro. Like yeah, why, why is Zorro nope. in here? That's I'll super check good. That out. Sweet man. I'll check that out. I don't think I've blogged about it, but Go I for probably it. should share it. I've tweeted it. <laughs> tweeted it. Yeah. So I don't know if anyone here is Motley Crue fans. The new biopic of them, The Dirt, is on Netflix. Just premiered, I think, Friday. Mm-hmm. I watched it pretty much right away. Uh, what were your thoughts? Because I know, Ambrose, you saw it too. Yeah, I, I, I liked it. I thought it was good. Speaking, I know we said this earlier, but speaking Game of Thrones, Ramsey Bolton. Yes. Uh, the, the guitar, uh, Mars. I thought it was good. Uh, it was fun. You know, it, it was a biopic of a bunch of degenerates who make yeah. good music. Yeah, I, I, I learned a lot about them. I'm sure back in the day when I watched the uh, VH1 behind the music, you know, it was, I, I just forgot some of the facts I learned. But man, he really, Nikki Six especially, man, he came from a terrible childhood. Oh, yeah. Mom's terrible and it's not really given away. I don't know. I think it's going to be like predictable. Mm-hmm. They make up and stuff. And it's yeah. just funny how it goes against that. And that's, that's what the whole band's about, really, you know. Right. And, you know, I know, I know a lot of people have said like this film isn't, like as good as it could be or whatever, or like Oscar worthy. But to me, it's like, that's not them. They're, yeah. They do their own thing. Mm-hmm. This is the way they wanted to tell a story. And they all produced, they all co-produced the film. It's based on the book they wrote. Um, I think it's the book that Nikki wrote. Yes. Yes. The book's called The Dirt, Confessions of the World's Most Notorious Rock Band. I don't know if you've ever read the book or haven't. The movie's good though. I, I, I would <laughs> compare it to like Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, I like that movie. It's a fun movie, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like, oh, this needs to have Oscar right. attention. Malik probably deserved to win for mm-hmm. playing Freddie Mercury. Uh, yeah, but the cast in this film, I think they did a really good job. Yeah, really I liked them. I didn't really recognize anyone else besides Ramsey Bolton as far as the core band. Like some of the faces look kind of familiar, but... Yeah, the, the guy who played Vince Neil, I mm-hmm. recognized him at first, and then... I looked up uh, IMDb. He was, I don't know if you guys seen Punisher, the first season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He was the crazy vet guy. Oh. He plays. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, yeah, I was like, oh my God, it's him. He mm-hmm. looks so familiar. <coughs> yeah. They all did a great job. And yeah, I mean, it, it made me hate them, some of the right. actions they did. But that's also good on their part. Because uh, I know Nikki Six was interviewed about the, the movie uh, recently. It was at, it was in development hell with Paramount for so long. Hmm. Paramount wanted to make it like PG-13, okay. and they were just sticking to their guns like, no, it's got to be hard R. Mm-hmm. We want to put everything out there on Front Street, like everything bad we did, and want to put it out there, and they sure did, and mm-hmm. I hated them, but in, you know, then you feel bad for them, and uh, you know, I, knew, I knew that horrible thing was going to come up about Vince's daughter, and mm-hmm. man, it was like, you know, because I'm a father now, yeah. still tough, but yeah, that was that was a tough scene. Yeah, Really good story, you know, rise to power, abuse mm-hmm. of power. Yeah, it, and they break the fourth wall. It's yeah. They, I think Nikki Six said they wanted to do Goodfellas met like Boogie Nights. I yeah. kind of see that now. Yeah, I can definitely yeah. see that when you say that. Yeah, and I, I like some of the yeah the fourth wall breaking, uh, the way certain things are shot. I guess the guy, the director of this, uh, he directed the Jackass movies. <laughs> <laughs> but he had a pretty good vision. Like it wasn't yeah. terrible. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. I think uh, you know I'd give it eight out of ten. I think yeah. I want to see it again. So I think that's. Uh, not just to like critique it more, but just mm-hmm. I did enjoy the first viewing, and yeah, I think it captures a lot of uh, what they're known for, and 
Yeah, the guy that played Tommy Lee is crazy. I liked like, how he looks he, just like him. Yeah, yeah, he did a lot of uh, similar brow and uh, uh, cheekbones. Um, but I liked that he actually played drums because so many times right. you'll see that in movies. And like the guitars, you know, you can kind of fake. You can definitely overdub that. But like when I see like you know someone playing drums and it's just not like not on the same beat or like that's not right. like the sound being made. But yeah, he was actually playing drums, and I was like, okay, cool. Like this will keep my immersion. And you learned the, the twisting of the stick. Yeah, the yeah, fingers. that was that was funny. It's like a redemption film. You yeah, know? actually made me want to like look into them more. Like I looked at where they're at now and stuff, mm-hmm. and they're I think they're retired pretty much now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I know like Nikki Six has his radio show um, out in LA. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I forget what it's called. We we get it here. It would I think it comes on either one hundred three or one hundred three three at like seven o'clock or something like that. But yeah, yeah, he's got a radio show. Cool. Well, he's a great storyteller. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, really good storyteller. Yeah, very, very smart guy. He, he uh, trivia, was um, back on um, the old days when America Online. <laughs> he had his screen name out there at one point, and I, I pinged him, and he'd actually talked to you. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, and not, <clears throat> it was like a couple minutes is all it was. Yeah. You know, but it was just funny. I mean, he would actually respond, you know, it was... It was pretty cool. Are you a fan of the band at all? Or? I've seen my concert a couple times. Yeah, yeah. the show back in the oh yeah, it was a great show. Doesn't Tommy Lee like he flips and shit <laughs> with his drums? Yeah, they take the drum That's set nuts. up and stuff. And yeah. um, I saw him, Bonham and Lita Ford opened for him. Was the last time I saw him wow. in mm-hmm. Omaha. Wow, yeah, it was a really good show. That's great. It was the uh, Doctor Feelgood tour. Mm. Okay, no, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was last time. There's a scene in this film. I'm not gonna give everything away, but it's when they were touring with Ozzy. You know, what mm-hmm. talking about the poolside scene. Yeah. I love Ozzy. Wow, they really embodied what Ozzy was. <laughs> yeah. Oof, it's insane. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it's a hard R movie. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. For, for I don't reasons. think they would release, they couldn't release in theaters what we saw there. No, I don't, no. You, you I think even it. with hard R, like yeah. it had to be a stream. And the guy who played Ozzy was pretty damn yeah, good. Yeah, he was pretty good. Yeah. I saw recently, you know, just you mentioned the awards and we're talking about streaming and stuff that Spielberg wants to ban or disqualify like Netflix. Oh, yeah. If and you I would th- listen to our podcast, you'd know we touched on this. <laughs> listen to no, it it's here. fine. It's fine. Listen to no. it here and there. Well, it's um, actually good you brought that up because Joey said it's like it's fake, but actually yeah. it's uh, I think it's legit because he's never officially released a statement saying, mm-hmm. no, this is not real, whatever. Well, I think that's so like. That seems so elitist, where it's just like, just because it's in a different format than yours, or they had it's to, competition, like... competition, you know? Yeah, and yeah, and it's just like, go make your own, like, streaming movie than right. Spielberg. Like, what are you worried... And also, like, it's Spielberg. What are you worried about? Well, Scorsese's about to have The Irishman, mm-hmm. Netflix, so he's probably like, shut up, Steve. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. I want to be here next year, you asshole. Right, right. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just We'll odd. see, you know? <clears throat> I, maybe many others are more visionaries, and they're like, no, you're just an old fuddy-duddy. Mm-hmm. Well done. It should be recognized. Yeah, I'm trying to... I mean, the Motley Crue movie was good. Like, Dirt was good. I'm trying to think of any Netflix original film, though, that I'm just like, that should have an award. I don't know if I've seen it, but then again, I mostly just get, like, the fun Netflix stuff. I don't really watch the deep stuff. I haven't even seen the one that made it to the Oscars. Which I've heard it's again? kind of boring. Roma, I think it was. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I heard it's like shot beautifully, but it's mm-hmm. just boring film. So, and I haven't seen it yet, so yeah. don't don't take my criticism. Mm-mm, I just it's from what I hear. So, I'm all for Netflix being included. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's better. It keeps them on their feet. It's more. a movie just because it's not in the theater doesn't mm-hmm. make it less of a movie. Right. Totally. And when the Oscars were made, uh, they didn't have we didn't have uh, 
VCRs or anything. Like you saw a movie, that was it in the theater. Mm. And yeah, of course it makes sense. Theater films go to the Oscars, but well, a lot of people just don't like the fact that Netflix circumvents so much of the Hollywood process. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where it comes from, right? It shakes things up. Yeah, it shakes yeah. things up, and people are afraid of change. And mm-hmm. you know, this is this it's the same mentality that makes uh, that that puts themselves above TV, and they look at TV as a lesser genre. Mm-hmm. you know, or a, I'm sorry, a lesser. Um, you know, delivery vehicle, I, I right, should right, say. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's just too elitist for me. Which is funny because it wasn't Spielberg's first film, Duel. It wasn't that a TV <laughs> film. I don't remember if it was a TV film or not. But, but it was TV it was quality. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the most just dumb but great movies ever made. Quickly to say, Duel is this dude out on the road, right? And he <laughs> comes a, across a trucker. It's a road rage scenario yeah. gone horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah. The trucker keeps following him like everywhere he goes and... He basically is just trying to survive. Yeah, he's like the Jason Voorhees of trucks. Yes, yes. You, know, you think he's gone, then all of a sudden, boom, there he is in front of you, you know? I mean... I remember laughing at the actor when I was yeah. a kid. Yeah. Just, it's like, no, no matter how fast you run, Jason can always walk faster, you know? Right. Just, That's funny. Right. But yeah, it's just funny, though. It's like he's kind of... Yeah. You know, he started kind of there, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens with that. But so far, yeah. I, I believe it's true. I know Joey said it's not, but... Yeah, I think I think he's uh he's being an asshole right now. Yeah, I mean, it's like shut up, Spielberg, just yeah. because Me? Ready Player One didn't get all the accolades, yeah. which that was I don't think he made that to get accolades. No, know, but I thought it was a fun movie. But you know, I think that was him desperately trying to have youth again with his films. I can see know. that. Probably should have went to some younger director, maybe with yeah. more vision. But yeah, that's just my opinion. No, but I, I still I enjoyed it, and I bought the films. So. Yeah. yeah. With that, that's that's all I have. You guys have anything else? Nope. Nope. No? Any hangover cures, Megan, you want to share? Don't drink. She needs dinner. <laughs> don't drink alcohol from 1230 to 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> 1230 in the afternoon to 3 o'clock At least morning. it wasn't work night. That'd be a lot no. worse. Yeah. And I'm not 20 anymore, so. No. And, and I'm sorry to our guests for being <laughs> mean. You're not different today than you are any other day. I know. I, know. I just he doesn't know me. So. Oh, fair enough. I'm kidding. We'll bring Leo on, and she'll yeah. be like, "So, like, yeah, whatever." Like, oh, really? I probably that's the day I would not show up. The same with Jason Momoa. Like you, you get that's why it'd have to be a I surprise. Just, I wouldn't show up. We have to shut the door like right when you walk in. Very busy that walk night. In so here. Okay. Yeah. Mm-mm. Well, with that said, we'll be back next week. I'm Josh. I'm Steve. I'm Megan. I'm Ambrose. Thanks for joining us, Ambrose. Yeah, of course. Peace out. Okay, bye. Bye, guys.